How are your relationships? You know, we human beings are built around relationships and having satisfying, healthy relationships is just a vital part of our happiness and state of mind. And there's many different kinds of relationships. You know, you can have a relationship at, w with your job, with your work, with your coworkers, with your friends. And of course, having a relationship or a satisfying relationship with your spouse is pretty, uh, pretty important too. Some of us are dog lovers and, and you know, having a, having a relationship with, it, with, your, with your pets, your dog or your cats or birds, whatever. You know, all these are, are important to, to, for our emotional well-being. So, what are the parts of a relationship that you find most important? You know, probably everybody has some, some key things that they, they, uh, they key in on, right? But one of the most important factors I think that's universal is, is trust. Does your employer trust you to do the right things? I mean, that certainly helps your relationship at work. Does your spouse trust you to always care for them? And you know, trust is even an issue with our pets, right? Does your dog trust you to feed them, to not hurt them, to care for them? And these are all important relationships that are dear to our hearts. According to Jay Shetty, Relationships and trust are intertwined. A healthy relationship cannot exist without trust. Shetty suggests that for us to predict a healthy relationship, that we need to examine the other person's actions and behaviors so that we can kind of predict how they're going to treat us. And he describes four different kinds of trust to help us evaluate people in, in what they're, how they behave and such. And today, we're going to focus on one of those elements, and that is care. And he describes it this way. When we are putting our emotions into someone else's hands, which we are when we enter into a relationship, we need to know that they care for us and that they have our best interests in mind. You know, we've described several different kinds of relationships and several which are special, they're dear to our hearts. But even so, there is another relationship that stands high above any of these, and that is our relationship with God. Our relationship with God provides the foundation that can give all our other relationships a good, strong foundation to build upon, strong enough to weather any storm. You might say something like, well, you know, that's easy to say, but, but prove it. So let's look at the actions and behaviors of our Lord and Savior for those qualities of care and having our best interests in mind. So last week we celebrated the incredible events of Easter, how Jesus willingly submitted himself to torture and ultimately death on a cross. Now these events were carefully documented for our benefit. Jesus descended into hell, defeated death and Satan, and then rose again. And that sacred story is so incredible that it just, it boggles the mind. Quite frankly, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around just exactly what all that means. And you know, when we use our human reasoning, at this point, we would think Jesus has had enough. You know, he's, he's fought the good fight, he's won, he is the victor. The job's finished. It's time to go back home to return to heaven. That's what I would think. I mean, if I went to all that effort and, and, and work and pain and suffering, I'd say, shoo, it's time to go home. Um, but Jesus cares for us so much that he remained on earth 
appearing to his followers. He cares so much for us. He wants to make sure that we believe, that we can have that incredible feeling of peace and joy in our hearts. So hear this story. This comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 20. And this is an account of Jesus appearing to his followers the evening of Sunday, Easter Sunday. On the evening of the first day of the week, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After this, he showed them his hands and his side, and then the disciples rejoiced, yay! And they saw the Lord, because their best friend, their Lord, their Savior, their teacher, was, was there, right? They didn't understand it, but boy, they were sure happy. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. But Thomas the one who was called the twin, one of the twelve was not with them that, that evening. And so the disciples chatted with him. They said, hey man, the Lord appeared to us. You know, he's alive. Let's rejoice. And Thomas, you know, Thomas gets an awful lot of flack, you know. But, it, but anyway, but Thomas said to them, unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and I put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I won't believe. Now there's many, many aspects to this story, but it's clear that Jesus cares for his disciples, his best friends. He wants to comfort them. They're dealing with trauma. They're trying to understand what just happened to their best friend, their leader, their Lord. Their entire world had just collapsed. Jesus wanted to do everything he could do to reassure them, to comfort them, and to strengthen them. Well, this little passage here is the first mention of doubting Thomas. And like I say, Thomas has been criticized, maligned, he's been held up as a weak person, a waffler. I mean, you know, and I'm not sure he deserves all that bad a rap. But anyway, human nature, at least my first reaction would be when he said, well, I'm not going to believe it. I'd say, well, you know, too bad, so sad, you know. You should have been here, you, you know, you, you snooze, you lose. But that's not what Jesus did. What Jesus did is told to us in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, again a little later. A week later, Jesus came and stood among them and again said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Now those are critical words. Jesus came back just for Thomas. In that passage also tells us that Jesus did many other signs to help reassure and comfort and strengthen his disciples. So the important part was Jesus came back just for Thomas. He came back and said, do not doubt, but believe. Jesus cared for his disciples. He also cared for the one, the one that was struggling, the one that was suffering anxiety and doubts. Thomas was hurting, and Jesus came back just for him, just as Jesus comes back for us. Each one of us, one at a time, individually, personally, and intimately. 
And so when we think about our relationships, when we evaluate each one of them on the basis of care and trust, think about Jesus coming back from death and hell just for us, just for me, just for you, so that we might believe in the love and the care of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, that we might trust God and open our hearts to let him in to an intimate relationship with each one of us personally and intimately, a relationship that is the foundation of our lives, one that gives us the strength and direction to throw off our anxieties and our depressions and bring true joy and peace into our hearts. And now, for our Easter challenge for week two, spend just five minutes or more, but just five minutes each day in prayer and think about, just think about how much God cares for you. Reflect on Jesus appearing to his followers after Easter morning. I've recounted two of the scriptures in the announcement loop. I'll have a list of other scriptures that you can read. Um, the Bible is a historical document. So reflect on Jesus coming back and appearing to his followers and ask yourself, if God's incredible care and love for you allows you to trust God and to grow in relationship with Him, pray for Jesus to help you use the foundation of His love and His care to enrich your life and give you joy. So my closing question today is, how are your relationships? Or maybe more to the point, how is your relationship with God or Jesus, our Lord and Savior? Trust is a critical element of any healthy relationship. Do you trust God? Do you believe that God cares for you more than any of us can possibly understand? How do you answer these questions? Does someone you know have doubts or concerns about trusting God? I've shared some thoughts. I've and, and I've shared that I believe it's all about our relationship with God, about God's incredible love and care for us. What do you think? I'd like to hear your thoughts. If this is during the premiere, you can throw a note in the chat box. Otherwise, you can send me a text or an email. My uh, uh, text or email would be to, um, or a text or call would be to 517-588-8415. The email address is at the bottom of your screen, or you can always reach out using the Calmo connection card at calmochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calamo. And we can explore together how Jesus loves and rescues us, how he rescues us from our broken and troubled world by giving us that intimate relationship that is so, so strong. And together we can work towards the one who loves and cares for us more than we can possibly understand. And again, I'd like to suggest to people that you post a reminder to, to do the Easter challenge every day, to spend those few minutes every day. If you're like me, you're going to forget. And so post that note someplace, someplace where you'll see it and say, Oh, yeah, I forgot. I better pray. And I do pray that the awesome love of care of God the Father Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and the power of the Holy Spirit help you grow in the love of Jesus Christ and help you grow in strength and confidence. Amen. And next Sunday, we're going to continue to explore ways to grow in our trust 
of our risen Savior Jesus. God is great. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for being such a loving God. And Lord, we thank you so much for all these examples that have been documented of how Jesus cared so much for us that he wanted to come back and make sure that we got it right before he returned to sit next to you in, uh, in heaven. And Lord, we thank you and we pray that you take my words and that you transform them in each one of our hearts so that we, each of us, hear the message you have custom-crafted just for us. We pray all these things in the name of the risen Savior, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. And amen. Friends, feel the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit today as we are forgiven and adopted as God's holy children. God gives us that everlasting boost that we sometimes need to get back on track, to grow in strength and confidence, to grow in that intimate relationship with God, the Father, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Open your heart and feel the warmth and blessings of that intimate relationship, his love and his care. Amen and amen.